It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. KTRH Garden Line does not necessarily endorse any of the products or services advertised on this program. Welcome to KTRH Garden Line with Skip Richter. Good morning. You are listening to Garden Line on a beautiful Sunday morning, and we are glad you're listening. Our phone number is 713-212-5874, and you need to write that down. And the reason is I have a special guest on now, Paul Fagala from The Bee Supply. Welcome, Paul. Good morning. Good. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you here. Uh, we are looking forward to talking all things bees. And if you have a bee question, I invite you to give us a call, 713 212 Five eight seven four seven one three two one two fifty eight seventy four. You know, Paul, bees have fascinated me for a long time. There was a time in my life where I actually was a beekeeper, and so I kind of have firsthand experience on on dealing with bees. But it's always just been, uh, I don't know, just the whole science and fascination of it. Uh, you know, you see bees flying by, and you know, well, they're making honey and, and everything for us, but just the amazing interaction of the whole bee world is is stunning another thing that i think a lot of gardeners aren't aware of is just how important bees are to our gardening uh, as well if you have a vegetable garden you know what people call and say well my squash isn't setting fruit well my first question is number one do you have male and female blooms number two are there bees going to the blooms and often times they're not because we nuke them with something to kill some other insect and now we don't have bees that are helping us out i'd like you to tell us a little bit about uh, the bee supply first in general i know you guys are here out in dayton but it's a it's a, a more widespread company than just that we are, yeah. Uh, so our original location is up in the Dallas area mm-hmm. uh, in Blue Ridge, a little bitty town north of uh, McKinney. Yeah. And uh, that's where they opened their first store and things uh, were successful there. So they found this property in Dayton uh, between yeah. Dayton and Huffman and opened the store here. And then we just recently in April uh, opened a store in Round Rock. Wow. And so we're, we're looking at you know, moving out of state and yeah. and just expanding uh, quite a bit. So it's a that it's a, cool. definitely a growing hobby and lots of people involved uh, with beekeeping. It is an amazing hobby. Uh, it it is an amazing hobby. And so if if you were if someone came up and said, you know, I've never done bees before, uh, I'd kind of like to try it out in the yard. Uh, is it is it legal? Can I have bees in town? And uh, you know, how do I where do, how do I get started? What what would you advise them like? ABC, the beginning of it. The, the first thing that I advise people to do is to take a beginning class. Um, that way you get you know, that beekeeping 101 and you learn all the things that you need to do. And, and I tell people before I started this job, I thought you just 
bought a beehive, put it out in the field, and went back later and got your honey. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot more involved to it than that. <laughs> there is. And and so you need to learn those things yep. and so you can be successful and get those basics down and then you can move on to the more advanced things. Mm-hmm. So that's typically the first thing that we'll tell someone is to take a class and get those basics down and then uh, and then we're just we're there with them uh, throughout the time whenever they're beekeeping if they have any questions or anything we're definitely there and and you're offering those classes once a month now is that right uh, yes once a month uh we do two a month during the spring bee season mm-hmm. uh, but for the rest of the year we just do once a month right. march april may is that about the time i've got that right. um, yeah march march through june we do march through june okay good and so when someone comes to a class what what would they expect now, I've been out there. I've seen the place. But try to create us a little picture here uh, in people's minds. Like, what, what happens when you come to go to a bee class with the bee company? Sure. Um, I think this turned off. The, there you go. Oh, okay. The, uh, so when they come to the class, um, it's, it's really laid back. Um, we have, you know, uh, uh, donuts and coffee ready for them. Uh, we um, just... It's it's just a fun kind of a conversation yeah. uh, about what we do with bees, yeah. and so we we spend some time in the classroom. Mm-hmm. We have uh, you know a bunch of bunch of things that we go over mm-hmm. in the class, and then uh, we have a, a lunch together uh, that we provide for them, and then we go spend some time out in the bee yard, and uh, we open hives and let them. Uh, we actually let them have the hands on experience of being able to get into the hives and wow. feel how heavy the boxes are. Mm-hmm. Feel how heavy those frames of honey are, and have the bees flying around, and and uh, it's 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 a good experience. You got a little suit people. they can wear and everything we, like that. We do have smokers suits. and yep. all the equipment. They yeah, need we to have with. things that they can borrow, and yeah. and and so it's yeah, it's a pretty good experience for most people. Yeah, I've I've never seen a, sub, a, a collection of supplies like you guys have there in the store. I mean, it's just like a kid in a candy shop walking through, and everything from the. You know the Ghostbuster suits to the <laughs> to the little equipment used to pry the the frames apart and everything else. Uh, I you know when I came out, I think we probably talked for a couple of hours just on all the nerdy stuff of bees. But it is, you know, you talked about how people think, well, I just have bees and I go get the honey. But just the whole inner workings of a bee colony is amazing. And one thing I promoted when I've talked about you guys here on the air is. Gosh, take some kid groups out there and and do the tours that you guys have. So we tell a little bit. Maybe someone says, "Well, I'm not ready to become a beekeeper yet." It's okay. We know we'll get them hooked. But in the meantime, if they want to just come out and learn about bees, tell about those bee tours that you do and what's involved in that. Sure. Uh, so the bee tours are free. That's the most important thing that we like to put out there, and absolutely no cost to you. Um, we do want we do those once a month on the first Saturday of the month Mm -hmm. and it's basically 20 to 25 minutes of just some real basic uh, bee knowledge just kind of introducing bees to everyone Uh, and then we will spend some time tasting different types of honey and letting you experience you know that and seeing seeing the difference between you know a wildflower and a clover or you know orange type honey and uh, you know being able to really see how those different things that the Mm -hmm. bees bring in affect the flavor of the honey yes and then um and then if weather permitting we'll go out and we'll get a little frame of bees and we have a little enclosure that we put it in uh, so that you can see the bees close up and see that what they're doing on the frame 
And so it takes about an hour to do, but it's a really great, uh, really great thing if you have, um, you know, kids. Yeah. Um, it's it's not too much information for kids, mm-hmm. and it's kind of quick, you know, fast paced, and so it keeps their attention. Yes. And uh, it's we've had you know lots of um, you know c- civic groups, um, homeschool groups, yeah. and things come out uh, like that. So it's a good it's a good thing for them. Well, I would think any garden club would be interested in that. And you know, we're about to come to a break here, but I uh when I was out there, I was really impressed with the classroom you guys have. I mean, it's just a nice, comfortable setup and uh just a lot of fun. When we come back from break, I want you to tell us about this uh, observation hive that you guys have inside there. It's pretty cool. You're listening to Garden Line. We're about to take a break, but if you would like to ask a Paul a question about bees, 713-212 5874. We'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And every time it rains, it rains. And it's from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains banners from heaven? You'll find your fortune falling all over town. You know, one of my goals on Garden Line is to expand your musical taste. So here we go again. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Garden Line. I'm your host, Skip Richter. Our phone number, you'll want to write this down and give us a call because today we are talking to Paul Fagala from the Bee Supply about all things bees. So if you got a bee question, 713-212-5874. Paul, welcome back again. It's, it's so good to have you in here. I only have 8,000 questions, so I don't know if they told you we're going to be here for seven days, but uh, okay. that, that's... That, I've got enough questions to get going. We were we were talking about uh, the bee tours, and this Saturday is going to be one of those bee tours where people can come out this coming Saturday, and they can taste the honeys, learn about bees, and just see the fascinating world. But there's one other thing they need to see when they come out there. I mean, we're talking about non-beekeepers, just I'm interested in bees, and that is your observation hive. Now, tell us about the observation hive. So the observation hive, uh, it's a... It's right in the middle of our store. Uh, the bees, uh, you can look inside. It's in plexiglass, and you can see the bees working up in the frames. Yeah. Uh, they've drawn comb down, probably hangs down about 12 inches now. Yeah. And so you can see some real, some natural comb. Um, they uh, access that. We have what's called the bee highway, mm-hmm. and it's a tube that runs from the observation hive to outside. And so you can actually stand outside and watch the bees coming and going yeah. um, in that uh, from that tube there. And, and when you say a tube, this is like uh, a piping that goes, what, 12, 14 feet or something At across? Least, yeah. To the, yeah. Yeah. It, it's huge. And this observation, I've, some of us grew up with Stuckey's and Dickerson Farms where you had the little plastic thing you could see on the wall. We're talking about a room. I mean, this is what? I'm guessing is it eight feet across? I don't know. It's, it's really big up there. Yeah, it just I'm, looks I'm not giant. sure the dimensions. Probably six, probably five to six feet. Five to six in there. feet. Yeah. Okay. Well, everything's bigger in Texas, yeah, right? right? <laughs> but it's the second largest in the world. Now I don't know where the other one is, but we need to find some plexiglass, and we can't be number two, Paul. We gotta. What do you have oh. to go to New Zealand or something I, to find I, one? I big? think that's where that one is. Yeah, yeah. the largest one. Yeah, yeah, so but we, it's not as cool as the one here. Oh, in Texas. Obviously not. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we keep working with it, and and yeah. uh, you know, we it's it's. 
it's really neat because that in that observation hive, we we've learned a whole lot more yeah. just you know working with those bees uh, yeah. than we than we ever thought we would. So, oh, really? Yeah. So it's been it's it it's been uh, kind of a, a frustrating thing because you know we're asking the bees to do a whole lot of things they don't normally do. Yeah. And you know uh, our lights come on at ten o'clock, go off at six, and oh, where they're okay. not they're not operating on the sun. Oh. Um, and then uh, you know just that you know the whole you know bee highway to get in and out. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're we're we learn we learn quite a bit about the bees whenever as we work with that observation hive. That's cool. Well, that's another reason to take your kids out there to see it because they can walk up the stairs and walk around the outside of this big plexiglass room mm-hmm. and and see everything that's going on. I think that is so cool. Well, I want to um, I want to talk a little bit about some of the cool things about bees that people may not be aware of. And I'll just lead off with, for me, the one thing that I just still can't get my head around is the fact that when you look at honeycomb, there are these little six-sided chambers that are all the exact right size, and they're all in perfect rows. You know, everyone has six sides, not five, not seven. And the bees do that whole thing in the dark. And I cannot build a straight line wall in the daylight with the lights on. I mean, it is an amazing thing, the the abilities that bees have, the ways that the hive works together, all the different jobs and things. Could you start us off with like uh, they lay eggs into those comb cells and the different things they feed the bees uh, as they're growing up and how that determines what kind of bee it's going to be and uh, the different stages of it. Just a, sure. just a little kind of a nutshell idea about how fascinating that is. Yeah. So, you know, the, the queen can determine whether she lays a fertilized egg or an unfertilized egg. Wow. And so fertilized eggs turn into the female worker bees and the unfertilized eggs turn into drones. Okay. Which are the male bees. Okay. Um, so in that La- scenario, ladies, you need to listen to this because it, it this is something you have to point out to your husbands later. But tell us about the drones and and uh, you know they don't do work. The drones don't do anything to contribute to the colony. They don't forage. They don't bring in pollen, no nectar. They don't build wax, anything. Their their sole purpose in life is to fertilize a queen. You know, I, I see a lot of heads nodding out there, even though this is radio. Go, yep, lay around, don't do anything, don't contribute. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, and and so it's interesting in that scenario. The drones, uh, if you think about it, the drones don't have a father, but they have a grandfather because the queen had a father. All right, now I heard a country song once, I'm my own grandpa. Have you ever heard that one? Something like that, yeah. Okay, tell, how do you have a grandfather but not a... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so well, the queen had a father... But she lays an unfertilized egg, and that so there's no father to fertilize that egg. So the drones don't have a father, but they have a grandfather because of the queen had a father. If so, there are any yeah. of you that write country music, there's another song. That's here. A, that, that would be perfect. That would be yeah, perfect. It would. Okay, so we got this egg. We're we're fi- what are we feeding it? And so the bees, uh, when the bees forage, they go. They get basically four things. Uh, they're going to get water, uh, propolis, nectar, and pollen, and. Uh, so they'll store the nectar and the pollen in the frames, and they will use that. Um, well, for the first three days, um, they'll feed the bees, uh, the baby bees, royal jelly, which they secrete. The nurse bees will secrete and feed that uh, to the babies. Uh, after that, uh, they are weaned off of the royal jelly, and they get what's called bee bread, which is a mixture of nectar and pollen, uh, a little bit of royal jelly, and they'll feed that to them. 
and that, and they'll continue to do that until the bees reach the pupil stage, and then they will cap the cell that the that the larva's in, mm-hmm. and then once the uh, then once they're ready to emerge as an adult, they'll chew through that wax and come out as an adult, and they start working immediately. Uh, bees bees have jobs from <laughs> day the moment, one. From the moment they come out of the cell, they have jobs. Oh wow! And they, some of them like kind of gather around the cells, and they're they're helping clean out the cell, right? The, the actual first job the bee has is to clean the cell it was born in, yeah. and the cells right around it. And so it's uh, they they take care of that, and then that cell is open again, so the queen can come back and lay another egg, and and just keep the process going. So another reason to take your kids to the bee supply is they will learn that uh, children, the first thing they do is clean up their room. Exactly. Uh, they don't, do, nothing else happens till they clean up their room. You're listening to Garden Line. Our number is 713-212-5874. We're going to go out to Tomball, and I think Chris has a bee question. Good morning, Chris. Welcome to Garden Line. Hey, good morning. I just wanted to let y'all know, my husband heard y'all were going to be talking about bees this morning, and we actually have... A fella here, he is removing a beehive from our pergola this oh, wow. week, right now. All yes. Right. Well, cool. And let me tell you, it is amazing what y'all were just talking about. It's just phenomenal what they can do. So the beehive is in a, a, in a brick post area that my husband had built, and they lifted it up, and the hive, amazing. Wow. It's just, <laughs> this is so cool. This well, there you so go. Cool. There you go. Well, oh now gosh, now you know you need to run out to the bee supply, Chris, and, and uh, it. take it to the next step and learn what all is really going on inside that post, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> and y'all were just talking about the, the the babies and all that. So, yes, I'll definitely have to come out. But I just wanted to call in real quick and just say it's amazing. My husband's out there vacuuming up some bees right now, and all right. it's great. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Thanks y'all so much. Have a great day. You bet. Appreciate that call. The number, if you'd like to call in, 713-212-5874. Paul, the the bees, they abscond periodically. That's how they end up in these other places. Where uh, Tell us a little bit about what happens. Why do some bees leave and, and what's going on there when you find them hanging on a limb or sitting on the side of your house, this big swarm of bees sitting sure. there? What's happening? Typically what happens is they they have just run out of room in their hive. And so the queen... Uh, will will emit a pheromone that says we're going to leave, and the the bees create another uh, queen. And once that once that queen gets going, then the old queen and half the hive will leave. Okay, and they're looking for a new place to go. Okay, and uh, they'll they'll lots of times you know find places like you know, water meters are a really mm-hmm. good uh, place for them. But they'll also you know places like uh, what she was just talking about the mm-hmm. the brick. You know if they can get in there and find a nice dark place. Um, it's that's that's typically what happens. So this queen leaves and lands somewhere, and all these group of bees that are growing with her hang out. And there's this big mass of bees out there, and what's going on then? Because they, it's not like that's where they're going to live necessarily, right? So what what's happening during that time? They're they're just kind of hanging out uh, and, until they find. Uh, find the, their new home looking for a good home right and then and, they all head that way yeah so once once the queen finds that new home she'll she'll put out that pheromone that says we're home and that they just they get busy and get started with their yeah. with their new hive cool now you mentioned that they'll make a new queen so mm-hmm. tell me about what that means so there's not like a, a queen egg laid that right. makes a queen tell me how does that happen how do you make a new queen yeah so this this was actually one of the most fascinating things I've learned okay. uh, with bees. Um, 
whenever the hive needs a new queen. So whether you know if they're going to swarm or maybe the queen dies or she's not uh, she's not laying enough uh, uh, enough eggs and having enough brood in mm-hmm. the box, uh, the the worker bees will decide. Okay, it's time for a new queen, and so they can take one of those larvae. They'll they'll build what's called a queen cup, and so it's it. It's a it's in the wax, but it sticks out a little bit longer because the queen is bigger. Okay, and so they will um, they'll actually take a larva less than three days old, put it in there because they've been fed nothing but royal jelly, and then they continue to feed that larva royal jelly, and that causes her reproductive organs to mature, and the other worker bees, the female worker bees. Uh, when they get fed that bee bread, that causes their reproductive organs to shut down and become sterile. And so it's just what she's fed while she's being de- while she's developing wow. uh, that determines uh, whether she's going to be a queen or a worker bee. That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing stuff. Uh, we got another call here. Uh, let's see. I, I, Lewis, I'm going to have to wait till we come back. And Marty, you'll be the first two up when we come back. Two more bee questions, Paul. Uh, we have Paul Fagala from the Bee Supply. That's out in Dayton. You've heard me talk about them before. And we're talking all thing bees. Uh, and this is really fascinating stuff. Uh, I, I just am, am so amazed. Now, one of the things I like about you guys out there is that when someone comes in, you don't just sell them supplies. They get started in beekeeping, and they can come back. They can ask you questions because they have a problem. I mean, I don't. I guess I can put it this way, but uh, they can basically just bug you to death to help them have success, and that's why you're the. You guys are happy to make sure someone has success, not just like here's some stuff, go figure it out. Uh, but that additional service helping because you want people to be successful with bees, and that is one of the coolest things. We're going to take a break right here, uh, and we'll be back with Paul and. Just a moment. Our number is 713-212-5874. Well, good morning. You're listening to Garden Line on a beautiful day. And our phone number, if you would like to give us a call, we're visiting with Paul Fagala of the Bee Supply this morning. So all kinds of bee questions coming in. 713-212-5874. Hey, if you are interested in a place for retirement, you're looking for a community to live in that will be a wonderful place to retire, well, you need to know about Dell Webb's new community out in the Fulcher area. In fact, it's less than two miles from Fulcher on FM 359. Active adults age 55 and better know about Del Webb because it's not just beautiful homes, beautiful walk areas, just gorgeous settings, but it's lifestyle programs that are designed around you. And if you're a gardener, here is an example. The new Del Webb, I'm helping them create a community garden at the new Del Webb community out in Fulcher. So this is a place where you can go hang out with friends, enjoy, grow healthy food, grow flowers for your home. Really unique, just typical of Del Webb to create that kind of community. Go to dellweb.com slash Houston for more info or just give them a call, 281-459-0609. We are going to head now out to Brazos County, up to Brazos County, and talk to Lewis. Good morning, Lewis, and thanks for hanging on. Uh, good morning, Skip. I did have a bee question. I'm an amateur beekeeper. And my goal for my bees is primarily pollination, not hunting. Pollinating uh, clover pastures and, of course, garden and orchard. And I was curious about managing during the dearth, you know, when there's just no forage for them out there. Would you, um, is there any summer type plants 
that you would recommend, like sun hemp or anything else that we could plant, you know, uh, plots for the bees in the July, August time frame next year? That's a good question, Paul. You know, I, I think of things like uh, the Vitex bushes that are that are popular for bees. I mean, it take a lot of Vitex to keep a lot of bees healthy, but that is a great summer bloomer. There's some other things you can think of that the bees are maybe busy with right now. Maybe some wildflower seeding could be done or what? Yeah, I mean, they're going to look for whatever they can find. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the most important part as you're as we're heading into the summer dearth, and then as we as we go into winter as well, is you want to make sure that that your bees have enough resources in the hive. And okay. so uh, they need at least 30 pounds uh, of honey uh, and pollen in the hive uh, to be able to make it through that. Uh, because typically you're going to lose about a frame of bees uh, per month of dearth uh, because of the food situation. And so if they, if they have enough food and resources in the hive, mm-hmm. then they can make it through that uh, time until the, until the, you know, the golden rod and snow mm-hmm. on the prairie and things start blooming in October. Uh, and that'll, mm-hmm. that'll uh, replenish them for winter time. Very uh, good. And so if they're not, you know, if they don't have those resources, uh, you can feed them. Uh, you can feed them sugar water. Uh, there's uh, there's pollen patties that you can feed them. Um, we, okay. You know, we have a sugar brick at the that we sell that has uh, you know pollen and a lot of good, a lot of good digestive things uh, to, help, to help their be uh, their gut health. Um, and help them be more healthy. Is, um, is that something you just set down outside the hive, or uh, what, you, when you say sugar brick, I don't. My mind doesn't know what to picture here. So. Yeah, it's just a it's a square brick, mm-hmm. and uh, you can set it inside the hive on top of the frames. Oh, okay. And the bees will go up and and eat that. Um, or you can you can feed communally if you have you know several hives. You can just put out a communal feeder where all the bees can go. Nice. And and feed from that. Yeah. And so, uh, but if you have if your if your hive has thirty pounds of resources in it, then then they're they're probably going to be okay. Just check them you know, every so often during during the dearth to make sure they still have enough resources. Okay, okay, yeah. Just being garden on, I always look to say, what can I grow instead of buy? You know how that goes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. You know, there's a lot of gar- there's a lot of gardening things. There, one of my favorite basil's is called African blue basil, mm-hmm. and it makes a bush probably four feet high, and and it just loads up, and always there it's just covered with honeybees because it's blooming all summer at a time when not a lot is blooming which is what lewis is talking about and i don't know if you can seed your acreage with african blue basil but the the point is that if you got some things like that around and there are a lot of plants that bees really love i mentioned the vitex Mm -hmm. is a good example that wouldn't be a bad hedgerow plant right Well, I will compliment you on your store. I'll get my supplies through you and your Cool Breeze suits. I recommend those to everybody. Those are the best. They are the best, yes. Cool Breeze. That sounds yep. fun. <laughs> you have a little air, like a little fan inside that circulates okay, air? Like an ash- That's what I call it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Lewis. I appreciate it. Hey, we're going to go to another call right now. Marty out in Fairfield. Marty, you have a question. How can we help? I I do. I do. This is so interesting. I love I love it. Um what what kind of specifications do you have to have as far as land? I live in the city. Is it legal number 1? And number 2, do you have to have open area in order to have your beehives? Uh you know, we actually have a lot of people who live in neighborhoods uh, that have bees right in their backyard. Um, our, oh. and our, our warehouse manager, uh, lives in a neighborhood and he's got four hives in his backyard. And, um, so it's, it's really not, 
you know, not an issue. Um, you know, the especially if you get some of the breeds of bees that are more docile, um, they they really aren't. Um, you know, really aren't much of an issue uh, with your neighbors. Um, if your neighbors have swimming pools, bees love chlorinated water, and so uh, they you know they may have bees uh, around their swimming pools and things like that. But if your neighbors are gardening, uh, they you know they're growing vegetables and things. Um, they're they're going to love you because yeah. they're going to get a whole lot more um, produce out of their garden than they would without bees around. That's, so that's, your guy has four. How how much spacing in between each? Uh, he he just has them all. They're just all pretty much lined up right there. There's not a whole lot of space between each of them. So each each hive, I mean, they know where they're supposed to go. Uh, that the, each queen will pheromone differently, and they know they know where they are. And they can recognize where they're supposed to go, and uh, so yeah, there's that's just not a problem having them having them close to each other. And where are you located? So I would love to come out and see sure. your your store. We are we're about halfway between Dayton and Huffman, uh, a little bit north of 1960, um, and a little bit west of 99. Uh, we're we're way back out in the middle of nowhere. So when you put the address for the store in, trust your GPS. Uh, it, it it will get you there, uh, but uh, you're gonna you're gonna think it took you to the wrong place. But but yeah. just keep trusting your GPS, and it will get you there. He is absolutely right. I've been there, and just you know, put some music on. It's a nice little trip out there, and believe me. You will really be glad you went, Marty. It is, it is a fascinating place. Even if you decided not, Thank to, you. not to keep bees, I mean, you would still love visiting. You oh know, There's yeah. plenty. I think I came home with like honey and bee pollen and oh my gosh, <laughs> that's another topic. All the different products of bees right. we need to talk about. Marty, thank you for that call. I appreciate thank you. That. I appreciate that very much. We're going to have to run to a break now. Our number is 713-212-5874. We'll be back with Paul Fagala from the Bee Supply in just a moment. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees, the moon up above. Anything called love. Let me tell you about the stars in the sky, the girl and the guy. All right, Josh. Thank you for the music. That's a very fitting song. <laughs> Very good. Hey, Paul, welcome back. We're talking to Paul Pagala from the Bee Supply. Thank you for being here today, for taking the time out. I appreciate that. We were uh, visiting with, uh, you know, uh, earlier, Marty was talking about having bees. Is it legal? And one thing I tell people about bees and backyard chickens is eggs and honey are called hush money. You just go to the neighbors and everybody's glad you got bees. Exactly. No, seriously. <laughs> bees don't like take a swarm and go over and attack your neighbors. In fact, a lot of people have a fear of bees. And yet, uh, there's no need to feel that way. I mean, I realize if you're allergic to bees or wasps or whatever you're allergic to, 
Well, yeah, that's a concern. You need to be extra careful. But bees aren't out there to fly around and look for somebody to sting. And I've been working in my garden among the flowers, and there's a bee on the flower, and I'm messing with the flower. I'm not going to grab the bee and mm-hmm. you know, crush it in my hand. But will you talk a little bit more about the – you mentioned bees being – there are lines of bees that are more docile and things. Will you sure. just talk a little bit about that concern people might have? Yeah, well, I mean, for, the, for all bees, really, they're, bees are more protective and not aggressive. Uh, you know, wasps are aggressive. Uh, I've walked yeah. too close to a wasp nest, had one come down and sting me just because they thought yeah. I got too close. Yeah. Um, a worker bee dies when she stings you. And so bees really don't want to sting you. Mm-hmm. And they won't they won't do it unless they're feeling threatened. Mm-hmm. So if you're messing with their hive or, you know, you grab them or, you know, you, they somehow feel threatened, right. then they're going to sting you. But mm-hmm. just to be out flying around, if if they don't have any reason to sting you yeah. they're they're really not going to and okay. so uh it's it's definitely that there's definitely that misconception people associate bees and wasps mm-hmm. uh, but they're actually a lot different uh in their temperament good i appreciate that that that's good information yeah because when they sting you it that literally pulls the stinger and part of their intestinal right. uh, I don't know if intestines the right word, but uh, out with the bee. Uh, and when that happens, by the way, this is a little quick tip. Uh, you don't want to grab it because then you squeeze that little venom sack and put more in you. Yep. But you can use like a credit card or fingernail and just kind of like drag across yeah, and lift and pull it out. It's got a little yep. bit of a barb. And if you get it out of there right away, you've prevented a lot of it from getting in. And, and I find bee stings don't last that long anyway i mean they're, yeah they're they're they don't hurt nearly as bad as a wasp no uh, they're more along the lines of a no. fire ant yeah um and so yeah. uh it's not you know not that pain that you get mm-hmm. with a wasp or a hornet right right we always want to be careful because you know you we have a lot of other kinds of bees like for example there's bumblebees and they may nest in the ground being under an old culvert and you go by with a mower and suddenly you've got your hands full right there with that noise and everything right. and be extra careful with that uh, with bees, but uh, you you guys have more than just like the two classes. You know, we talked about the uh, beginners classes, and then we talked about the honey tours. You guys have a lot of other information that's free education that's available. Will you tell us like how people can get to that and, and learn more? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, just go to our website, thebeesupply.com. And uh, up at the headers, you'll see uh, see some different headers. We do have different classes that you can take. Um, if you can't make it out to one of the stores uh, for a class, we do have virtual classes that you can take. Uh, beginning beekeeping, some and then some more advanced classes. Uh, we also have a, a free uh, online uh, monthly magazine okay. uh, that is uh, packed full of stuff, and it's uh, it's all timely stuff. So for beekeepers, you can get on, and it'll be about what's coming up in the following month, okay. and what you need to pay attention to. Okay, and so it's it's got a lot of really great stuff. We um, and we use a lot of. Uh, you know, well-known uh, experts uh, do interviews with some of the experts uh, in beekeeping, and so that's that's a really great resource. Um, also, our uh, owner Blake Shook um, does a, a monthly webinar, uh, calls it the Monthly Buzz, and uh, it's on the first Thursday of the month at six thirty p.m. And you can get on uh, on our website and register to have a reminder sent, and they'll they'll send you the link to the to the uh, webinar and it lasts uh, from 6.30 to 8 and so Blake will 
uh, he'll talk a little bit about what's going on with the store, and then he'll spend some he'll do some videos and spend some time out in his bee yard and talk about things that are coming up, what you need to be looking for, and and use some of his hives um, as examples. Wow. And then uh, there's uh, he'll you know a lot of times it just depends on you know what what he has lined out. May have an interview with an expert. Uh, may you know talk about something that's real timely coming up uh, for okay. the rest of the webinar. There's a Q and A. You can type in your questions, and there's other experts behind the scenes uh, answering those questions for you. Um, and then just on our website, we have a kind of a kind of a Google Q and A page where you can get on and type, you know, how do I do, uh, you know, how do I harvest honey? And it'll go through all the all the uh, uh, articles and things that we have uh, and kind of a Google search there. And then, Blake, uh, we have a, a, a YouTube channel. Uh, where all of Blake's videos uh, are. And uh, so you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and basically find videos on how to do all kinds of uh, things with beekeeping. And so uh, there's, yeah, there's a whole lot available out there uh, that we, that we offer for absolutely free. And that's, that's one thing that we, that we really pride ourselves on Mm -hmm. is the education. Right. Uh, You know, we want people to be successful with their beekeeping and uh, want the hobby to grow. And so we offer those things that absolutely free to everybody, and I, I brag about that about you guys all the time because that that is that is so good because someone who wants to have success, you know, for some people bees is like this big mysterious. I don't know if I can do that, and yet it's like you're saying here, come, I'll walk alongside you. Uh, you, it, you sit down at night, watch the webinars, look at the YouTube right. channel, read the stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just there's a constant source of help there uh, to to help you help you get going. Uh, well, that that's kind of cool. Now, I want to talk just a little bit about some of the bee products uh, that are out there. I know we've talked about pollen and, and different things, but there's different kinds of honey. And uh, sometimes I hear terms like filtered honey. What is mm-hmm. filtered honey? What what about honey from other countries coming in? What what about buying local honey? And could you just talk about all the types of honey? The Kinds of things people might be interested in or be aware of. Sure. So, well, when when you're buying honey, the the two words that you really want to focus on are raw and unfiltered. Mm-hmm. And so, raw is going to be uh, that it hasn't been uh, heated over uh, hundred uh, hundred forty degrees. Okay. Yeah, hundred forty degrees. And mm-hmm. the the unfiltered means that it hasn't been filtered below two hundred microns. And so, it still has some of the uh, pollen and some of the beneficial things uh, okay. that you'll find in it. And so, any honey that you get. Uh, as long as it has that raw and unfiltered, you know you're getting the real the real thing, okay. and uh, and that's going to have those health benefits. and And it doesn't necessarily have to be you know from your local area. Mm-hmm. Uh, allergens are allergens, no matter where you go. Yeah. And so uh, so that honey is going to really help. Uh, you know, it can help with that. Um, okay. And then, and then just the taste of it uh, just depends on what what kind of honey you like and where it's harvested. That. Uh, you can find all kinds of different different tastes for honey. That is right, and I have I have tasted the honeys out there, and I'm telling you, it is amazing. You know, you you I, of course some just jump out like whoa, like uh, orange blossom honey is just like so distinct. But there's blackberry honey. There's honey made from horse mint, which is out blooming right now. By right the way, now. that's a good summer that, that supply. Good we should have yep. mentioned that when we were talking uh, to uh, Lewis earlier. Horse mint, oh my gosh, great honey supplier there. Uh, but the flavors are also unique and so cool well folks i hope you've been inspired uh paul thank you so much thank it's been good having good having you if you're interested in more information the supply.com the supply.com
Well, we're going to take a break again for the news, but we will be back next hour with more of your calls. If you would like to get on the board, give Josh a call at 713-212-5874. Wow, Josh, this has been an absolute blast. I mean, I, we, we need to do this more often. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.